0: Hello and welcome to For Mum Kind, the podcast—a podcast by mums for mums. My name is Pamela, and in each episode, I sit down and chat with a mum about motherhood, the ups and downs, and everything in between. Today's guest is an actress, writer, voiceover artist, and she's a mum to beautiful Billy. It's Amy the Broon. Mm-hmm. Hello,
1: Amy. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. Bit sweaty after uh, I arrived with Billy here, and she's never asleep. But uh, there was a change of a nappy. And a little bit of a rock to get her to sleep. So I was having that moment where I was like, she just won't go to sleep and I won't be able to do anything. And then, uh, but I'm fine now. You're fine. It's all good, yeah. (laughs) Uh, She's so gorgeous. Yeah, she's a dote. And she's really placid, which is like, I've looked out. I've been like, because I was like, I remember when I was pregnant and I saw that, you know, you see all these, some placid babies who are just kind of quite chill. And I'm like, I want one of those, please. (laughs) And like knowing that that's not how it works. (laughs) So yeah, I feel very lucky, very lucky. Yeah
0: she's fabulous. She reminds me of Alice with the blonde hair. Um yeah. and seeing her so
1: small. I'm like, "My god." I know. And to me she's she's gone huge now because she's now like there's a point where she was like in the newborn clothes and then we had to move her into the she the 0 to 3 was still too big, so then it was like up to 1 month. Though. And yes. then, you know, and now she's in the 0 to 3 and I'm like she's huge. <laughs> she's not <laughs> and even when you
0: start putting away yeah. the different clothes oh my god it's just I know
1: and I put a little box away of her um, of like her first outfit and her going home outfit oh, I, I was know. like I'll keep them I was like I'll swap around to every you know like yeah. I'll pass on the other stuff but I was like no I'll keep those ones because that'll be her little memory box Yeah, she would probably just be like I don't care <laughs> I
0: know I <laughs> completely have a box in a room yeah. and I keep it close by so I can just put bits in and even for her first birthday, I put in all her birthday cards and we got little Polaroids done oh, one of yeah. every month up oh, until yes. one year. So yeah. I put them all in and I'm sure in time she's going to be like,
1: why do I, mom? why do I want these? Yeah, <laughs>
0: um, But I look back at them.
1: Yeah, exactly. So uh, she is just two months now. Yeah, it's that weird point where calendar wise, she's two months. Yeah. But week wise, she's actually nine weeks today. Okay. You know that weird? Yeah, I never is. understand that. But yeah, so... Technically nine weeks, but yeah, two months calendar. I'm just going to start doing by the calendar month because I can't yeah. be keeping up with the weeks. The weeks. It was yeah. hard enough when you were pregnant to keep up with yeah. the weeks. oh my God. And then kind of willing some weeks away where you're like, if I can just get to week, whatever, then I feel better, you yeah. know.
0: <laughs> yeah. And did you have a hard pregnancy?
1: Yeah. Well, like everyone was going, you're flying it, you know. Um, because I think, well, so basically I, I was de- I was really sick up until about, it was once I, once I got to about week 16. I remember being like, oh, I don't feel sick all the time. And it wasn't that I was always throwing up, like I obviously threw up a few times, but it was like, first of all, morning sickness doesn't exist. It's all day sickness, as far as I could see. And my sister described it really well. She was like, it's like a light flu all the time. I was like, yeah. So I just felt nauseous all the time um, and, uh, and really not well. And then I was kind of, we went um it was my father-in-law's 60th so he had organized us all to go to Vegas uh when i was 12 weeks pregnant now obviously he didn't know I was before when when it was booked we didn't know i was pregnant yeah um and i sort of just went yeah well got like yeah no i'll be fine i'll be grand i'll be grand and i think uh, you know because it was it was a big birthday and all of that and there was no pressure on their side they were like no honestly don't if you you know but I kind of knew that if I didn't go, Sean wouldn't want to go. And it was yeah. all these kind of things. So I went and oh my God, it was just so sick. Like traveling like that is is ridiculous when you're that when you're sick and pregnant and early doors. And then, you know, I went to Serbia then I think around week 14, 15, when I still wasn't feeling great for work. I was yeah. filming over there. So yeah. So all that was quite tough. Then the second trimester, I remember I felt amazing and I was working loads I was you know uh I I was doing my play and doing those interviews and lots of travel there um but it felt great and then I think towards the end I just got a bit like from about 30 weeks then I was just like no I just want this done you know and I think people thought I was flying it because I was fit I was um I was really neat so I was actually able to hide it for a long time and maybe that's a part of why it felt tougher because you don't get the sympathy when you True. don't really show. Yeah, you know when you're not sort of waddling around with a humongous bump like I was. Kind of, I'd say to people I'm pregnant, and they're like, "What? What? No, you're not." You know, so uh, I think maybe as well, you don't feel the 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 right to slow down or relax because you're not really showing it in the yeah. same way or something. I don't know, but uh, yeah. So I didn't. I pregnancy for me wasn't. It wasn't e. It wasn't hard, but I didn't. Like, I wasn't one of those people who was just, like, rubbing their belly, being like, this is the most magical thing. I was like, let's get this, you know, done. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds terrible, but... <laughs>
0: but sometimes they say, uh, I remember someone said to me, because my pregnancy was fine, yeah. and I remember someone saying, oh, but you'll have, that means you'll have an awful labour. And I was <gasps> like, I remember Oh, that what going, a terrible
1: thing to yeah, say and to and somebody.
0: I was, it was ter- I was already kind of, like, nervous about the whole thing. and I was yeah. like, oh my God. Um... So I had the fear. is like maybe that's what, your comeback. Is that you are going to have an awful labour? Yeah, exactly. I didn't. I didn't. So
1: um, <laughs> thank God. Yeah. yeah.
0: But I, I was like, what a thing to say to someone.
1: Yeah. No. That's hor- Like horrendous. And that's the weird thing as well. I found about like pregnancy and yeah, pregnancy is that people like, which frustrates me. People just think that now that you are growing like another person, that suddenly they can say whatever they want to you, like with no like consequence and like. They can talk about your body as if it's completely Mm. disconnected from you or your labor, like, and and tell you like all these horror stories. And you're like, I don't think this is going to be a walk in the park. So you're grand. You don't need to tell me, (laughs) like, you know. And you're so fearful anyway. There's nothing that, you know, because it's your first time going in and doing this, it's like, you don't, you really don't need people to be telling you how terrific it is. Because sometimes it's not as well, like, you know. Exactly. But you only are ever told
0: the worst stories. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. um, no one ever says to you oh I had a great labour you know mm. it just doesn't happen now yeah. I try if I see someone there you know and they want to talk about it or they yeah. ask me a question I, I always say do you know what it was fine yeah. like it's not going to be easy but it's not awful no um, just to give another perspective
1: yeah totally oh my god I'm like and I keep going around um, I'm like my mom because my mom had so there's like five of us and so my mom I think had three without an epidural and then two with so my mom like it praises the Lord for an epidural. And uh, and I, I got an epidural and I was just like, and I'm terrible because, you know, some people want to do it like naturally and mm-hmm. everything. And I'm going, going, epidural is amazing. Get an epidural. Like I'm singing, like, <laughs> so like I'm probably going the other extreme now, being like, take all the drugs. It's amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah. My motto was always, if you go to the dentist, get a tooth removed, you get yeah. pain relief. Why not for labor? Or, you know, yeah. but if you have the mindset, that you don't need it, or you have the strength of mind, yeah, amazing, Yes. But I just think maybe not. Just don't rule it out.
1: Yeah, never. Re- I just yeah, like, and uh, that was exactly my uh, thing going in. I remember going, I'm just, I'm just going to be open to everything because yeah. I'm not in there doing this now. It is my body. I understand that, and you want to, and you're, and you know your body best. But at the same time, these are people that are doing this multiple times a day. Every single day they are the professionals as far as I'm concerned and unless I'm going to go 100 natural and go out in the field and just be like howl at the moon and you know and and give birth I'm go I'm walking into a hospital like that yeah. I have to accept that there's certain things there that are going to there's certain uh, there's certain barriers or structures or whatever that are there and I'm just going to go with it as much as I can yeah. and just kind of and, and be open and be open to be like, oh, no, I feel grand. OK, well, I'll go a bit longer, you know. Yeah, or exactly. oh, I, I actually, no, I'm a bit scared. Just give me the pain relief and I'll take it from there, you know, or whatever, yeah. you know.
0: And how did you find bringing home Billy?
1: Oh, my God. Like so weird, like so weird and overwhelming. And like I was bawling leaving the hospital. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, my God, I was I was crying. And a neighbour of ours actually works in the hospital. He does the, the food. He, he does the food and he's one of the chefs in the coom or whatever. And he popped up to like come in and he sort of was like, Hi, um, cool. And then kind of said by two words and sort of just like backed out of the room because I was just like there was just continuous tears, like like no words, just like just random tears just kept falling. I think it was like because I had had I'd had an emergency cesarean, so I was in there a little bit longer. Oh, yeah. So I became a bit kind of like I was kind of You were used to support. Uh, yeah. And uh and it just suddenly felt very real and strange and I kind of and I really took there was one midwife um, or nurse or whatever she um, who was on the ward since I had Billy, and she basically she was really old school and she had uh, she used to be a midwife but had retired but came back as an agency nurse now she was like, I get double the money and I paid for my holidays with my husband. So like she was just, you know, she was brilliant and she was real, no nonsense. And so I really connected with her. And yeah. then like leaving, I was like, I hope she knows how good she is at her job. Like, cause these people are like a little lifeline at those kind yeah. of times. So yeah, I found but once I got home, I was fine. Like I remember my mom rang me and she was just like, just get into bed, put the baby beside you. She was like, start, you know, just go straight to bed and put the baby beside you. Because you're still technically should be in hospital. So just go and like do that and that actually made all the difference and then one was caught up with food and you know uh, and she was kind of going I can stay over if you want but you seem to be flying it and we were so it was fine yeah. but it was that kind of weird it's the it's the walk out of the hospital because you're so used to going in having all your appointments <laughs> and then you're walking out with this human and they're tiny and you're a bit shaky because you've had this mad experience yeah and the world looks different and everything just feels very big again yeah. Like you almost—you've been reborn in a weird oh, completely, way, isn't yeah. It? yeah,
0: Like um, oh, God. oh, I wanted
1: out of the hospital. Oh God, you're yeah, I see. I don't
0: know, but now I look back and it goes, why? What was going on in my head that I wanted out as bad as I did? I probably yeah. should have stayed another night. I did leave a night early. I, yeah, I just want—I—I I was gone. Yeah. There was no stopping me. I was even waiting for paperwork and I was literally standing there going, like, what is the delay? That's amazing. Um, and then in Cork, you know, they all have got the little security tag. So we had to get the security tag removed from her leg.
1: Yeah.
0: And then we were leaving and obviously someone was moving a baby between corridors or something and the alarms got triggered and so all of the doors just locked. So we got locked between like these two sets of doors. Oh my God. And I God. was standing there going, I just want to go home. Why won't they let me leave? Yeah. Like, <laughs> And it was really warm as well. It was a really warm day and I just remember thinking, oh. And then we had yeah. to drive home to, from Cork to Kerry. Oh my so God. So there was that. Yeah. And yeah, it's a,
1: That's weird. it's a funny experience. Yeah, it's, it is weird. Like it is You see, I wonder if I'd had, I think because probably I was a bit delicate with having had the section and not expecting to, and then you're a bit, you've had major surgery. So I suppose maybe that's like a, maybe that's something to do with kind of being a bit like, oh, I'll just stay here with all the, you know, all the people in the lovely room and, you know, and also had a room to myself. So I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I didn't feel so. And if I was in a room with other people, I definitely would be like, let me get out of here. I felt like I had my privacy. I felt like a bit like I was in a hotel.
0: Yeah, I had my own room and way. then I felt really isolated.
1: Really? Yeah. Like in the hospital or when you left?
0: No, in the, in the hospital.
1: Yeah. Now, I think I would have if I didn't have that nurse that I was obsessed yeah. with. And um, because all the other nurses were a bit, there was a lot of, it was a weird time, a lot of agency nurses in, people who weren't regulars, kind yeah. of coming in, coming out, not really caring. Like, you know, and I think maybe... If I hadn't had your woman, that that nurse, and I think, and then a lot, I, I have a huge family and loads of people were in and out. Like I got, I got very little time on my own. See, in, you?
0: in Cork, it's the opposite. They're yeah. really strict on on visitors. So yeah. you were basically an hour allowed an hour
1: a day. Like, Well, then I definitely would have gone home. I would have been like, I'm out of here. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't
0: like it at all. I found really, like Ben was allowed to stay. But even then, I think was at the very first so I had Alice about half four. Yeah. And I think that night he was allowed to stay till about nine o'clock. Yeah. And then he was gone home. So I felt really like, I was like, but I, I just had a baby. About, yeah. And I'm so confused and why can't he stay? And it yeah. was, yeah. And then the next day I actually had family come, they were in the area and they were just wanted to pop up and they were literally had to sit downstairs until they were allowed it's. so I just found all of that just a little bit too restrictive and I was like Do you know what
1: yeah because you want home. people you need people there you yeah. need people around you and and that's the thing that's that's the thing that really bugged uh, my husband Sean he was like he was so annoyed about the fact that like men are are expected now to be like you know or partners I guess women as well or whatever you know like I'm expected to be all in and part of every bit of the process and then suddenly you have the baby and they're like basically told to leave and there's no worse for them because Sean was even saying if they made even like like in kids hospitals they have a tiny little kind of um not do what's the word mattress mattress. yeah a little like crappy mattress that you can just kind of camp on for the night and they've nothing like that they have like a school chair basically yeah a plastic school chair so he went I had her at it was just after midnight when I had her, like half one in the morning or half half 12 in the morning. But then by the time I got, I was uh, done up and everything and whatever, that was about half two. And then half two in the morning, they're just like, see ya. And it's been quite a, a you know, it hasn't even been a straightforward yeah. birth. And it's just like, okay, bye. You know, where he can just sit on the chair. So he ended up just going out to the car and just like sleeping in the car because at least it'd be a soft, you know, furnishing yeah. or whatever. Because he's going, I think he just felt a bit weird about going the distance of home after something quite so big had happened. Yeah. And he was saying he got out of the car in the morning and there's a load of other men getting out of their Stop. cars as well. Yeah, because if they're even, and if they're further away from yeah. the, you know, if they're living, some people were from Drada or whatever, like outside. Yeah, he was kind of going, they were just getting into their cars and sleeping. And I'm like, oh, I feel like we could do a little bit better, you yeah. know, for them. Yeah, um, And we, well, I needed it. I would have been way yeah. more comfortable knowing he was kind of just there. Just, yeah. you know, because you're kind of going like, can you pop, like, because they, they were like, and you'll have to feed again at five or something. And I was like, okay, Grant. I was like, what? Like, because I was out of it. I was going, how am I going to lift up the baby? Because yeah. I couldn't really move. Like, I was going, this is all very, <laughs> like, what? Yeah. So to have someone there just kind of, yeah, yeah, it's, would have been, would have been nice.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's, and I, I didn't really think about it um, because I do know friends of mine, um, her husband was allowed to stay, and he stayed on the floor. And I can't remember what hospital she went to, so I kind of had it in my head that, yeah. you know, they won't be
1: that strict on a dad. Like, yeah. Okay, with other broader family members, they could be, yeah, like a dad really, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but I'm actually uh, someone said to me, like, any bit of advice, something, and I was going, um, yeah, for for your husband, like, get uh, get him to bring a sleeping bag because at least if there's nowhere for him to sleep, he can literally just sleep on the floor. Yeah, but if you haven't thought that far ahead and you're just he's in there, like he's not going to, like it, it, he's had his sleepless nights or his, you know, there's yeah. been a lot, he's been doing, he's been awake as well. So he needs to be able to put his head down on something soft. So yeah, just bring a sleeping bag and at least there's an option there to kind of park up on the floor or whatever.
0: Yeah. So you're still really in that newborn bubble.
1: Yeah. I'm
0: really envious. Like oh, I just really? look at her, I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, those, those early days of just, you know, they're just minute like you know I, I know
1: mean? and you kind of it's weird because I went back like I I've been doing bits and bobs of work but this week I went back I did like a couple of days of actual sh- like of shooting where it was like I was gone for like a, a solid amount of time whereas my work is like I can go and do an audition in an hour and I can do a voiceover yeah. in an hour but this was like a full solid you know and that was really I one of the I think it was the second day I was like I ended up like that kind of crying where tears are just coming out of your eyes again, where like you're not like, and I'm not really a crier, but I was kind of like on my break, I was running to a recall for an, you know, for an, for an audition um, and then back to filming. And I just started crying. I was going, there's a reason people have like six months or more of maternity. It's because you're kind of, as someone had said to me, you're their whole world for this mm-hmm. amount of time. So when you're sort of separated from them for a good stretch, it's it's very... It can be it can be overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. So you did you you obviously found it a little bit. I didn't think I did until uh, day de- until the second day when then I was kind of going okay now I'm gonna um, uh, you know I'm gonna go from uh, shooting over here to do this recall to then go back to shooting and then I knew I was coming home later and then I was going to uh, my, my my husband was like oh he was taking he was having her and he was like. I'm gonna work from home, but I'll let you know if she's if she if I send her over to my mom's and I was like grand. And then he was like, uh and then I didn't know, but she was over in her nanas, which is brilliant because they are brilliant with her and everything. And then I was going, I was like, is she in her nanas now? Where is she? Where like and it was just this like, I just need to know where she is. Yeah. But that was it. But it was so silly and I just cried because I was going like where is she? Like I thought she was in one place. Is she in this place? And I don't mind where she is when she's being looked after. Yeah. But I just was going. I don't know the facts, and then I felt awful because I was going. How do I not know where she would be at this particular point in time? Which it is so just, silly. It was just that little bit of a disconnection. Yeah. 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 Is in like she was go. She was just being moved around, and I was, and I was kind of not aware of what was happening. Yeah. yeah.
0: It was, and did you have to make choices when it came to feeding and stuff, knowing, like, did you know you were going to have to go back to work? Like, did you have that scheduled in?
1: Yeah, well, I knew I'd have to go back because I'm doing a tour in October. So I knew I would be going back to in October, which is early for mm-hmm. having a baby in July. Um, And I knew I would be, I knew a job because I was still auditioning. Like I had an audition the day before I went into to have her. So like I literally was auditioning right up into the end. I was, so things like filming could come up like it has, like, you know, in September or in August or wherever. So I, but I was still open to breastfeeding. I was kind of going, I didn't know what I was going to do. Yeah. And I basically was like, I'll just be open to it. And, uh, but I know that eventually a bottle will have to be had or uh, I'll have to express or something will have to happen. But when I, but, but I was, kind, yeah, but I was open to it. But then I wasn't sure. I just wasn't sure. So basically when I had her um. The so we had she had the we had the emergency C section and then there was a load of stuff they thought they were kind of thought I might have gone septic basically because my temperature I was like fully dilated but my temperature went through the roof and then her heartbeat went through the roof so then they were giving me antibiotics they were then they knew they'd have to give her antibiotics when she as soon as she was born um and so I gave her her I breastfed her for the first feed and then. Uh, they were like, "Okay, you have to wake up at five in the morning or something and do it." And I was trying to do it, and the nurse came in and she was like, "She's a bit floppy. I'm just going to send her off." And they did her blood sugar was low, oh, yeah. and then they had to send her up to the to is it the neonatal unit or whatever. Yeah. And uh, so then they were giving her they give little glucose sachets, I think, in their cheeks, and then they were like, "And can we feed her if she's up there?" And I was like, "Yeah, grand." And she was like, is, is the bottle okay? And I was like, whatever, just like get her fed. Yeah. And uh, then they were saying, yeah, so they were like, what one? And I was like, ugh. the one my sisters had given their kids. <laughs> like I was kind of just like guessing. So then they'd given her, I think, a, a few bottles. So I didn't get up to her then until noon the next day. I got to the point where I was like, sorry, can I have my child now? Like it was a bit weird. And I went up and I <laughs> was wheeled up in a wheelchair. I was trying to breastfeed her. And she literally was just like, ugh. Um, which is the most bizarre feeling because you're just sort of waving your boob in her face and she's like "Ah!" and uh, the the nurse just like she won't take or she was saying she won't take the breast now and I was like okay grand can I have a bottle then and I just didn't care so I was like yeah Yeah. grand and I was happier that she was fed yeah and I didn't and I wasn't sure was I going to be that like you know the way some people are mad into the breastfeeding and stuff like and I like I would like to think I'm a kind of a natural kind of person but at the same time I was going no I'd rather I didn't know if I would take to it and I wasn't sure. So so when the bottle was then offered, I was like, Grant, whatever. Yeah. Like it wasn't, I know some people are really determined. Yeah. And what was kind of freaking me out about it, sorry, I'm waffling now, but what was freaking me out about it is a lot of people were saying to me, it's a real battle for the first six weeks and then you'll get into it. And I was like, I don't want my first six weeks of pure joy with her to be sort of marred by this yeah. kind of, you know, this thing hanging over me when I know if she's a good feeder and she she's she was a great feeder she was just like loved the bottle and that was it.
0: Yeah. I mean I'm absolutely fed as best that is always and I went into my pregnancy I was like adamant I was breastfeeding like like there was why would I do anything else? And then like I've spoken about it here before is you know things just went totally array so kept trying to breastfeed her didn't know she had a tongue tie Yeah. She actually wasn't getting like any milk out but being a mum I was like well I'm presuming everything's fine lost a load of weight I'd say she lost about over 20% of her weight so she just went teeny and eventually our GP just said give her a bottle it's like enough is enough and I will never forget it was a Sunday night my husband had to go out to Tesco's we nothing. Yeah, like, I was so naive. Yeah, even a friend of mine did say have an emergency backup, but I was like, no, because then I'll just do it. And and I was like, I remember sitting there going, why did I not listen to her? So we had to go yeah. buy uh, Milton like that. I was like, yeah. I don't even know what baby powder to buy, and bought it late at night. And my husband gave Alice the bottle the very first one. And like, there's a lot of that time is a blur because you're so exhausted and yeah. stuff. But that I cried. Like, I swear to God, he was poisoning her. Oh if anything, God. he was saving her from yeah. absolute starvation. Exactly. Um, and I cried and cried and cried and cried and oh cried as if it was like harming her. And yeah. like, and now I look back going, what was I? But it was just, I think, realising that I was just like, oh, I just can't. Why isn't this working for yeah. me, do you know? Um. So I'm, I'm absolutely, now I did do both. So like, yeah, combination fed for up to six months. But um, speaking of, i just got Billy, <laughs> Billy her
1: soother there.
0: Hang on She's just a <laughs> cute, like, I'm, I just can't actually. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I always talk, but I always just say fed is best.
1: Yeah. Oh, I just, yeah. And there's nothing like seeing them glug and enjoy their yeah. food. And like, I just think people put so much pressure on themselves, especially nowadays. And like, it's so weird because it used to be like breastfeeding was like, oh, God, you know, yeah. oh, I don't know, however many years ago. And now it's like bottle feeding is like, you do feel a bit like when I take out a bottle, especially at this early stage, people are giving you funny looks and you're just like, you know, yeah, I just would prefer her to eat and enjoy her food. So being from a family of five girls, are they mums already? Yeah, they're all mums. So uh, yeah, my youngest sister has one and then my eldest sister has three. And then the other and the two below her two above me have two as well so yeah two each so were they
0: great guidance for you
1: yeah they're brilliant because I basically even through pregnancy I was like I basically was like this weird thing is happening um is that normal and this weird thing is happening is that normal basically my sister Ashing was like anything remotely weird Amy is normal when you're <laughs> pregnant I was like okay grand um and just even uh, uh, kind of yeah they kind of they're, they're just very chill with it you know like which is great and um, and I've seen it all before with my nieces and nephews, yeah. so it's actually it's brilliant. They're just a real kind of guiding light and a real kind of and also kind of like you kind of realise, oh yeah, I won't break it. I won't break her. You know what I mean? Like yeah. as in you've seen it all go before, and I've seen every single sister. We're we're all there's a stamp across us, but we're all so different in another way. Um, so diff- completely different styles of parenting and every child is delightful so you kind of just go like look whatever works as long as you're true to yourself i guess
0: yeah that's you know. so true isn't it yeah, yeah. and yeah. is there anything from your own
1: family that you've kind of brought into your own family now like i think with my mom actually with my mom she was very um my mom was like it was a stay at home mom but then also then went and like when i was small went and got her uh like her teach like became a drama teacher studied to be a drama teacher and all that and she basically, diso- and she used to go and do her drama and do her plays and stuff like that. And uh, she basically was saying any, she was like, anything she wanted to do, she would make it happen. She would obviously take care of us, but she would always, mum was like, always, I'm a great believer in being able to make, you know, make it happen for yourself. So if I wanted, mum was like, if I wanted to go out and see that play, or if I wanted to do a play, or if I wanted to get my my teacher's uh, cert or whatever, I would make it happen. You know, like, and wouldn't use having the kids as an excuse. Not as as. Oh, sorry. Not. Uh, she wouldn't use the kids as have, as having like it wouldn't be an excuse for her, like. Oh well, I have kids. I can't. Yeah. She would like find a way around it. Yeah. Um, and also the relax the relaxness of kind of going like, if I need to change a nappy and I have to do it in the pram and I'm out and about, I'll just do it in the pram. Like I'll get it done. Yeah. You know. And mom was always mom was always very inventive with kind of like getting things done or you know like she said with me I used to she's how she used to burp me because she'd be running after the other <coughs> oh munchkin but yeah she said with how she would look after me would be like sometimes she'd have me in one arm running after another kid and I, I that's how I'd be getting my burps up you know like and all yeah. that and it was just kind of the kind of no nonsense just no no not being precious about it and just kind of making it work. So you actually actually saying this morning that you'd been at your yoga class but you yes. practice yoga
0: quite a lot. Yeah. Pre-Billy. Yeah. So have you been able to maintain it?
1: Yes. You know, like, yes and no. Like, I wasn't allowed for six weeks to do anything. So, yeah. um, and actually I was talking to one of the yoga teachers and she was going, actually, you're better off. She was like, in a way, taking that big break and then coming back, you'll notice different things about your body and, you know, and get stronger. Um, And so, yeah, I've like, it's been great because like, say, I'll meet my mom. And I get my mum to wheel her around for the hour to wheel Billy around. And uh, then me and, mom, me and my mum will go for coffee afterwards. Now I don't know how that long that'll last. Or like, you know, uh, which, uh, or Sean might be like, oh, okay, I'll go into work a bit later. And you just nip out now. Or So I'm kind of grabbing the time where I can. But the great thing about yoga is you can do it at home as well. So if yeah. there was kind of... The, at the moment, I'm I, I'm enjoying the sort of getting out for those little hour periods because it's just so much easier to get your head straight rather than kind of if I go up to the attic and do it up there I know she's downstairs I'll be thinking you know yeah. I'll be kind of and if I hear her i would be like oh no I'll go down so yeah i have been able to keep it up but I, I just intend to do it to grab any little opportunity I can and do it that way because I think if I was putting pressure on myself to practice As consistently as I, I will practice consistently, but as in like what I was doing when I was pregnant and before pregnancy, you know, my time was my own and it's not. So I can't put the same pressure on, but I will just grab because I love it so much. I'll grab every little opportunity I can.
0: Yeah. And do you use yoga as kind of a form of self-care
1: for yourself? Oh, totally. And like for my mental health, especially as an actor, it's brilliant. I think it even just makes you a better actor. It makes you more present. Even pres- and, and then presence on stage and stuff is, I just think it's so good for, um, and getting right into your body. So yeah, it's totally, like I feel so different when I do it. And I think it saves me from like being a bit of a basket case. Because <laughs> 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 you do a bit of meditation in there as well. And I yeah. try to do, and now that I've had her particularly, I'm really trying to do a little bit of meditation every day, if I can, even like just 10 minutes or something. Because, you're so frazzled like your mm-hmm. brain is somewhere else all the time you know your your mind is never your own anymore no it's it's uh
0: it's on like this high speed kind of trying yeah. to comprehend everything and remember everything and yeah yeah and even a year in someone said to me how are you today and I said oh, and that was the exact word yeah. I used I was like I'm actually frazzled yeah <laughs> <laughs> You know, there's just some days where you're like, oh my goodness. Yeah, like Um, I don't know who I
1: am today. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and it is lovely
0: to kind of to meditate or do yoga or exercise or, you know, I always say anything, even if it's picking up a magazine, just to give
1: yourself a moment to calm down your mind. Exactly, and just be you again and like, and whatever that is for you as well, whether it is even even walking with the pram or whatever, but just to get, I think just getting out and just or uh, and it makes you feel like yourself again that's the thing and that's actually my mum because I was going to my mum oh, thanks so much for you know helping me and she was like no she was like I, you know I just want you to feel good make you, or feel like it's great to feel a bit she said oh she said you feel a bit back to yourself and I was like I do actually because that's the little thing that I always had yeah. that I can check into you know so yeah, yeah. is your mum a great support to you? yeah she's amazing and kind of just even just the kind of ringing her for it. like there was one time like Billy generally is really placid and can kind of, is very chill. But like there was a couple of days, I don't know, a good few weeks ago, I'd say she was only a month old, where she just wasn't really settling in the evening. It was like she was sore with the wind or something like that, you yeah. know, couldn't really figure it out. And I kind of ring my mom and I'm like, hi, um, what do I do when she, because it was kind of this thing of going, I've tried everything and I don't really know what the thing is. And mum was kind of saying, I said, I think it could be wind. Do you think the formula doesn't agree with her? And I was like, mum's like, no, you'd know if it didn't agree with her. And mum was going, actually, do you know, I'll put her in the sling there and just walk around there. And she said, whatever the way it presses on her tummy, it might just, and that was exactly the trick. And now anytime I can't really settle her, it's shove her in the sling. And then she's grand, you know, because she kind of needs that, I don't know, pressure. or Yeah. And she loves being on her tummy and all that kind of stuff. So, but yeah, like my mum's just, and she's great support to all of us. Like she's. I'd say she's we, we've we've uh, we've spread her a bit thin now at this stage. <laughs> I literally I don't know if she's. I today actually she's not babysitting, but like li- I think we've been using her since she was born between all of us, and because it was the summer as well. Yeah, um, And kids are off. Yeah. Oh, we've used her now to her to to the bitter end and say. Um and a part of what you do for you're a writer. Yeah and. Was it while you were pregnant you did the ICU? Yeah, so I had actually written it before I was pregnant and put it on for the first time before I was pregnant. And then when I was pregnant, we sort of did a tour of it. So we had it in, um, in Drake, and Blanchardstown, in uh, the New Theatre in Dublin and then in Limetree Theatre in our bell table, sorry, Limetree bell table in uh, Limerick, which is where Lady Mary Heath's from. So that, that was kind of the la- that was going to be the big... It was all kind of gearing up towards kind of bringing Lady Mary home to her hometown of Limerick and a bit of a tour as well. Um, But I didn't know I was having a girl, but I remember kind of going, God, regardless of what sex the child was going to be, because it's quite female empowerment and all that kind of stuff. I was going, this is going to be, I was going, the fact that we're saying these words and on stage doing all this this child is going to be, I was just felt like the child was going to be soaking it in. So I was actually feeling like, a, and then when I realised I had a girl, like when I gave birth to her, I was like, awesome. I was like, all that kind of amazing speeches that we were doing and all the amazing words because there's a lot of spoken word in it and it's about kind of equality and, you yeah. know, impairment. Um, I was going, that's amazing to think that she was there for all of that. She yeah. was kicking in my tummy when I was on stage. I was, the final show we did, was it in April, at the very end of April or something? I had her at the beginning of July. So like. I really was pushing it in terms of like hiding the pregnancy.
0: <laughs> because Lady Mary Heath, she's an incredible trail trailblazer, but it's she's another one of these women that have been totally forgotten from the yeah. history books. Yeah. But her achievements are actually outstanding. Yeah. And They're, even to this day, the fact that it's very just like I, hugely, I didn't hear of her yeah. until I saw that you'd done this play and I was like, oh my goodness, how is this woman,
1: like Irish, she's from Munster, which is where I'm yeah. from. I'm like, how have I never heard of her? Oh, it's mad. It's and even people in Limerick where she's from hadn't really heard of her. And and the atmosphere when we brought it home to Limerick, like I can't even describe to you, this, the audience reaction was amazing. And we'd had standing ovations, but this was like, people were rising to their feet and it was just, because they were so obviously so proud of yeah. like one of their own. And it, it was just like with her, it was just that... Uh, Amelia Earhart was was actually a fan of her as a friend of hers bought a plane from her and it was her husband was just a better PR guy so he used to like replace Lady Mary Heath at certain events with Amelia without telling anybody and stuff like that and um so his his sole purpose was to make Amelia fa- famous and kind of and by kind of then association Lady Mary Heath didn't really get the recognition she deserved yeah um women weren't really encouraged to kind of be I guess trailblazers so it was a real it it suited people for her to kind of fade into the walls of history at that time yeah you know early 1900s and stuff
0: and you talk about there when you're performing it in the words because the few lines I saw was I hear the women that went before I seek them out and hear them roar allow their voices to burst through for there is nothing you cannot do yeah and now you're a mum to a girl yeah (laughs) and it's it must; those words must mean kind of something more now. When you're, yeah. too, when you see the difference of where we've come as women in Ireland, but how much more we have to do, yeah, to be equal and and try and kind of continue that journey for us,
1: yeah. Um, they definitely they become way more. Those words come, become so much more meaningful when you have a child. Like there was something even about something. There's something about in the play about you know um, my womb. Oh, you know someone trying to take charge of your womb, but like our womb is where we grew everybody. So how can you like you came from there and that's you know, like how can you take charge of something that like is in me that has all this power to create you and whatever. So it's all this kind of stuff. And those words become so much powerful when you have a child growing in there. Yeah. You're like, God, women are really amazing and they're really powerful. And and I would love and I want that for like Billy that she knows that there is nothing that she can't do and that she's just as capable as well and it's funny you really see like every time she like because she's very placid but then she's very determined like she's real uh, like she's real um she's very much here you know and she's yeah. like she'll really look at look at you and even like <laughs> sorry she's here in my lap and she's like trying to get a burp up or whatever and she's like Arr! she does this <laughs> sound and uh, I'm like I'm always like fair play you. go on girl like come on, you know and don't let anyone tell you any different like I, so I love that kind of idea that like to being raising a strong woman like yeah. I love uh, with a mind of her own and that's what I really am trying to do like is facilitate her to be independent and to be strong and that like and that because you know the way sometimes with I think sometimes with being a mother it can become a bit all consuming and then people think it's about them and you're you kind of suffocate the child and I really want her to just be able to kind of excel and find what she's good at and find what she loves and um and yeah and do whatever she wants to do and be whoever she wants to be as well yeah I think that's the kind of best thing well in my opinion that you can kind of do as a parent is just kind of allow them to give them the boundaries but allow them the kind of space within those boundaries to become who they want to be
0: yeah completely
1: that's how they'll be confident that's how they'll get confidence you know like as well sorry yeah, it's, been it's them it's, that space. It's really
0: hard because you, you want to mother them, yeah. but also give them enough independence for them to stand on their own. It's like yeah. this fine line. Yeah, of, yeah,
1: of course. Yeah. And there are sometimes <laughs> where you want to just be like, I just want to hide her away from the world because she's too precious and no one understands.
0: <laughs> and you kind of wonder in how we've evolved uh, in the last even 10 years with the different referendums that we've had. Yes, You know, when you think about like Billy and Alice in 20 years time, yeah. what type of Ireland will there be do you know it's yeah. kind of go what changes
1: will have society be like absolutely you know even with the with the repeal you know vote and everything like the difference between when I was a kid and having bodily autonomy and, and, and now we have it like that's just a given for her or like yeah. same sex marriage is just a given for her that she'll have a choice and hope and that we can trust her to make the choices that are best for her yeah. Rather than being like, no, the state must dictate what you can and cannot do, and you know yeah it's uh i it's mad to think it's gonna be such a different Ireland Like, because I even just remember I went to an all girls like Catholic school growing up and the shame around everything to do with your sexuality, your body um sex, everything, and I just hope that that's not a thing, yeah you know for 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 her that it's just uh you know that she's comfortable in herself and you know and and all of that and and even the shame of like you'd hear about somebody having to get the boat and oh my god and you know like and yeah and how um and how that keeps us down as women as well you know really it really just keeps us down it's it's crazy
0: thing because we can't even imagine yeah what could be in 18 years time yeah um what equality would look like
1: then yeah of course and i remember even like my sister was sick a few years ago and uh was in hospital and her daughter, uh, my niece, who's now 11, so she was probably seven or something at the time, drew a picture of uh, the doctors in the hospital and the doctors were women. And I was like, that's mad because even I, like, and I think I grew up in kind of modern Ireland, would not would always have drawn a picture of a doctor being a man. Yeah. N- and the nurse would be the woman, you know. Yeah. Isn't it mad to like, to think that that's just it for her. That's just a given. Yeah, of course. Like,
0: Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. Is this time an episode where I have to ask you three questions? Oh my
1: goodness! Uh, what would you tell your pregnant self to just like don't be so hard on yourself? Like I think I I think I was leave yourself off like you know <laughs> um, because I think I was I I like I look back now and I go I didn't I never used it like I was so conscious of not using it as an excuse that I never let myself off the hook and I yeah. think I could have let myself off the hook once or twice. Just been like, Do you know what, like it's okay. Like I did have a few lie downs, like I'd lie down on the couch or whatever. But I really didn't let myself off the hook. And I think you know, um, yeah, just mentally you can let yourself off the hook, and you will work again. <laughs> you will continue to work. It's not the end, you know. There was the fear that like, oh Jesus, I'll never work, and you know, especially as an actor, and yeah. I have to hide it and like, you know, just let yourself off the hook and just go with it. And yeah, it's it's okay. <laughs>
0: And what one product that you cannot live without? So
1: um, yeah, I was thinking about this 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 this, this is pillow, right? It's a, it's a nursing pillow essentially, but it's like a semicircle pillow. Yeah, and you can um, so you can actually you can like if you're bottle feeding or you can put you can pop her in like it's good for your like to a bit of support for your arms. But oh my god, she loves it. She loves lying across it on her tummy. Sometimes it gets her wind up a bit better. Or um, just popping her in it when I need to, if on the bed, just popping her on that if I need to go and do something. Yeah. Like that was like, that was a revelation to me. But when I had to, when I was on my own in the house and I had to go to the toilet and she was tiny and I was like, I'm just going to bring her into the toilet with me and I'm going to sit her on the floor on that pillow and she's grand. And I have to say, I would tell every mother to get one of them. And then people I can't live without the family because they're just like, takes a village to look after as well. Have to give a shout out to them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and so far what has been your magic moment I think seeing uh, it's weird it was like it's it's so cliche but like seeing her come out because I didn't know because there was it was an emergency c-section so it was kind of it was all a little bit it was panic like I had a great time though I have to say that when I say this by the way just for the, for the record to any mums out there like it was the most calm experience of my life even though there was an emergency and all that and I had a fever uh, uh, it was really calm and uh, uh, you know and uh, but like it was that kind of thing of like going down for the emergency C-section there is a kind of a like everyone's very calm and it's all grand and but there's something in the back of your mind that's like Mm -hmm. oh I'm not sure what way this is going to go and when they lowered down the curtain and you see you see her come out like head, you see her head first and then they're kind of pulling the rest of her out it's the maddest Thing, but that it was that that was a magic moment. I just started to ball because I just it just saw her head first, and she was just screaming, and I was like, oh, it was kind of the relief because I was going, oh, she's, because I I kind of thought I expected with it being a bit of an emergency situation, maybe she, when she got on her heartbeat was racing, maybe she wouldn't. Sc- I kind of had it in my head she mightn't scream. Or she mightn't cry for the first couple of minutes. Maybe yeah. they have to take her away. I was kind of thinking that, gearing myself up for that. So when she came out just being like, Rah! I was just like, amazing. <laughs> and it was just magic. And it was just, yeah, because, because yeah, it, I was like, oh, she's here. Like she is not, you know, and she and she probably doesn't appreciate being, she was on, on her journey in one way and she was being pulled out the other yeah. end and she was going like, what are you doing? I just thought it was just amazing that she was just like, she was making her, it felt like she was, being, making herself be heard she was like she was very much here so yeah I think that was my my magic moment and amazing yeah
0: Amy thank you so much <laughs> and Billy thank, thank you. you so much for coming in to see me and for taking the time out
1: thank you so much thanks you're for having me and I hope she wasn't too loud now and the let <laughs> not at all <laughs> <laughs> thank you thanks so much
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode of For All Mankind. If you've enjoyed it, please rate, review and subscribe. If you'd like to send me a message, please email forallmankind at gmail.com or find me on Instagram and see you on the next episode of For All Mankind, the podcast.